hurry. It's about to start. Jonathan and Judy made a dash for it, closely followed by Paddington, only too anxious to escape Mr. Curry's wrath. But you've got four legs between you, Paddington hissed. Two and two makes four. Don't worry, Judy removed her ribbon. If we tie two of them together, that makes three. Leave it to me, said Paddington. Bears are good at knots. Ready, called the starter. Steady, go! Jonathan tore off straight away, but Judy was unable to move. Oh dear, said Paddington. I think I must have tied the wrong two legs together by mistake. No prizes there either, I'm afraid, said the steward. He turned to Mr. Brown. Uh, Shall I put you down for the hundred-meter hurdles? Actually, said Mr. Brown, I rather fancy the slow bicycle race. I used to be a dab hand at it when I was a boy. I'm for the knitting competition, said Mrs. Bird. I've brought my own needles. Good, good, said the steward. He turned to Mrs. Brown. And you, dear lady? I want to keep an eye on my husband, said Mrs. Brown firmly. Paddington found it hard to see what was going on when he joined the crowd at the start of the race, but he pricked up his ears when he heard Mrs. Brown say she was worried Mr. Brown might fall off his bicycle. He's going ever so slowly, agreed Judy. Leave it to me, everybody, called Paddington, and he ran onto the track as fast as he could. "'Don't worry, Mr. Brown,' he called. "'I'm here!' Grasping the bicycle saddle with both paws, he pushed with all his might, and Mr. Brown sailed past all the other contestants in a flash. "'Why ever did you do that?' cried Mr. Brown. "'The last one past the tape is first in a slow bicycle race. "'I could have been a contender.' "'I'm sorry, Mr. Brown,' gasped Paddington. "'I thought it was a funny name for a race, "'but we didn't have them in darkest Peru.' "'Don't worry, Dad,' called Jonathan from a nearby tent. "'Wait until you see Mrs. Bird's knitting. "'She's on a winning streak.' "'Look at her needles,' agreed Judy. "'They're going like windmills. "'I hope she doesn't do herself a mischief.' "'I expect she could do with a marmalade sandwich,' said Paddington. "'I brought some specially.' "'Don't stop, Mrs. Bird,' he called. "'I'm coming!' The Brown's housekeeper had her hands full, so he popped a sandwich into her open mouth. (coughs) Mrs. Bird gave a gurgle, but she didn't slow down. "'That's torn it,' said Judy. "'If Mrs. Bird gets marmalade over her needles, she won't be pleased.' "'It's probably against the rules to feed competitors,' said Mr. Brown. "'Jonathan gave a groan. "'What's Paddington up to now?' he said. "'I found some more wool if you run out, Mrs. Bird,' called Paddington. (coughs) "'spluttered Mrs. Bird, shaking her head violently. 
Paddington set to work. He had his back to Mrs. Bird, so he didn't notice that as he wound the wool into a ball, her piece of knitting grew smaller and smaller. Grrr, said Mrs. Bird. Grrr, grrr. How on earth did he manage to do that? asked Mr. Brown. Don't even ask, Henry, replied Mrs. Brown. Bango's our last chance of a prize, groaned Judy. We can't give up now, said Jonathan. They're getting ready for the relay race. Who's for making up a foursome? Paddington's paw shot up. Judy raised her hand, and after a moment Mr. Brown joined them. In for a penny, in for a pound, he said. Judy made the first circuit of the track.